yo, 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 we are back, we are back, we are back. This is Over the Roach Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy JD, aka Mike Drop. This is Jay, aka Mr. Rant. Hey, this is Trey, aka Treyway. And we are back for another podcast. We at the round table. We got some drops for you. Trey, hit us with our first topic. Uh, we're gonna start off with AEW. Uh Let's start off with uh, Cody being open to AEW and WWE crossing over. Okay, so it's gonna happen. I'm about to say everybody yeah. doesn't. Nobody thinks it's gonna happen. No, but it's we've not. Seen, seen it's a lot not. of crazy things in wrestling. Okay, I tell you like this: it'll happen when Vince is rolling over in his grave. Facts. And if it didn't happen with WCW, it's not happening exactly. with AEW. Like I don't. I, AEW got a lot going on right now. Uh, WWE is too independent. Mm-hmm. They feel like that they could stand on their own two feet without any help of anybody else. If Vince didn't merge WCW after he bought them and ECW after he bought them, then like you know what I mean. Like if he didn't do, because he could, he could have easily kept WCW his own show and ECW his own show. It's called learning from your mistakes. Nah. He doesn't learn from his. Yeah, mistakes. I was about to say he doesn't. Then, look at look at what he's still but, doing now with the show. But then when they started with AEW, like can you still forget about? You demolishing the throne? Like, you can't forget about that. Well, it's not even that, though. Just think about a lot of stuff that Vince has done. We're talking about the ban that he put on the WWE personnel from attending any type of AEW show. Yeah. Uh, You know, the bans that he put on these wrestlers who jumped ship and went to AEW. He's really salty. It's not about business. It's it's his pride. And don't. And, okay. It, Tony Khan could be a very good businessman, very persuasive, right? I don't think any of the talent after leaving WWE would want to, you know, join partnership with WWE again. Because it'll still be like the same thing working with them. I mean, I think yes and no. At the end of the day, it's all about money. So, I mean, I mean if is. they're paying right, I'm sure the talent would do yeah, it. If their main thing is still AEW, yeah. then I don't think it would be I just industry. don't see WWE doing it just because of... WWE is considered, the, in their words, you know, the flagship of wrestling. They are the professional, you know, of wrestling, and everybody else is considered. For now. I'm, I'm just but, saying, though, this then, is where they've been for then, many years you, now. How they can you against three companies in one right but now. But this is the thing, right? How can you even project the storyline to even include both brands like that? Oh, they, I can think of a bunch of shit. I mean, I, me personally, I would love to see another invasion. Yeah. Invasion 2.0. I mean, that, that part will work. I mean, I just, you know, it worked when they did it with the WCW. They just didn't execute it as well as they could have. Right. And I mean, they would have a chance to do it on a bigger and the, badder scale. We would actually now, be able to get matches we wanted to see. That, and then think about it, you'll have, you have WWE wrestlers invading on uh, AEW True. and Impact and New Japan and stuff. The one, the one positive thing that I do see is like a lot of them before joining WWE, they were all a part of some brand. Like they were all like on Ring of Honor, New Japan, and yeah. everything. So everybody kind of really knows everybody. I would definitely love to see uh, Tamatango versus Roman Reigns. Look, all I know <laughs> is if I see Randy Orton slide up in that AEW ring and RKO Chris Jericho, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. lose it. I would yeah. love it. Yeah, but but I just I don't see it happen. Now I could have saw that happen uh, if it was just AEW alone, yeah. not with Impact Japan. and New Japan yeah. being a part nah. of their brand. That I just, it's just it too could much. also it could also be like a um, like a 
like a one time deal, like a mega show, just to see how it works. Like, 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 uh, like invasion, like the greatest Royal Rumble. Or... Yeah, but like, like the invasion pay per view. It's too much of a teaser though, because yeah. once you give the fans that one taste of it, they're you know they're gonna want more. Not of if it. it, not if it's trash. It won't be trash though. We don't know that. Man, you talking about? <laughs> they can come oh, up with man. the worst storylines ever. You talking about a ten hour show? <laughs> like <laughs> they, don't gotta, they don't gotta use the uh, impact in uh, Japan guys. I get what you're saying. True. I well, just think that it, I just think that right now it's too, it's too complicated for you know, it to happen. I mean, I'm just throwing stuff at the, at the wall right now. But. And Vince doesn't want to give up but, creative control to another yeah. company. And, and you know, of course, it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Cody saying that he'll be open to it. That makes him seem a lot more elite than yeah. the thinking power of WWE. Like he's like, I'm above all this and everything like that. And it makes honestly, I think it was a publicity stunt. To be honest, like. More people will tune in to AEW because of their mindset. Well, Cody saying that? No, I think Cody was legit. You know, okay, so we know, we everybody knows the reason why Cody left. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We know why he left the WWE. I mean, they still he, profiting off his father's name. Exactly. Yeah. The has, he, has he been, <laughs> I think that he's been way more successful since he's left. I mean, oh, look at look at everything that he's done. Yeah. Um, does he really need it? No, he doesn't need it. I mean, AEW right now is doing big things on their own. But that would mean that you would just have to believe that Cody is doing it for the actual business of wrestling and for the fans. Because he that, doesn't need to do it. I think that he is. I think him saying it was legitimate. I think that he is doing it for the actual purpose of expanding wrestling and bringing it into like a new era. Because that would bring wrestling into a new and era. Honestly, yeah. And honestly, I think once we lost um, John, Luke Harper, yeah, I think in that comment that was made that instead of like pre- I'm paraphrasing, but instead of beefing, we need to unite because we are one wrestling family. I think it's a trickle effect off of that comment. Well, I mean, think about it. Back in each company dating each other, married to each other. Like, facts. I mean, if yeah. you think about it, if you think about pre WWF or WWE. I mean, it's technically what wrestlers used to do, right? Mm-hmm. They used to travel all over the U.S. wrestling under different promotions. Yeah. You know, it was pretty much where you can get in. It was all about getting your name out there. And then you go to these promotions, and then you do a couple of shows there. Then you go, you know, to another promotion. Dude, nobody was really under a contract for a specific promotion. And, and back then, it was territories. Yeah, like, it was territories. It was specifically the South, yep. the Midwest, yep. the North, mm-hmm. all of that. Like Jerry the King Lawler was a god in Memphis. Hey, exactly. Right. <laughs> so I mean, like that to me brings back like okay, what Kofi Case is. I mean, not Kofi Case. What Cody Rose is talking about is he's talking about kind of like that, like the old days. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like his dad used to do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Which I mean, legitimately would be a fantastic thing for wrestling. And then it's you like, gotta think about it's just it, too man. much red tape for think it. Think about all the knowledge that Cody has worked for him at AEW. That's probably like. Yeah, that might actually be a good idea between Arn and Tully and yeah. Jake. Yeah. And, like, DDP was working with them. Still got Jericho, like, JR, like... Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn. You got... Who is still tight with Triple H, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about a lot of Hall of Famers that are with that company that still have ties. Like, I could have swore I was watching Raw and I seen JR on a damn Thunderdome. Like, I, I see the dude with a hat and I was like, yo, is that Jake? Nah, I don't think so. I think he has a band because he said something slick. But, you know, hey, who, who knows how the future's going to be? Like, Probably, that's a, see, that's the thing that that's the thing that kind of annoys me the most, though, because 
competition is supposed to breed success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So why ban somebody because they leave your company for another company? You know what I'm saying? Because they still think it's the 90s. Yeah, it's, that's and, what I'm saying. Like, what's, what's the point of ban? Oh, you're going to AEW. I'm banning you from WWE. And like, go back to your point. They still got family and, and spouses that are with other companies. So you want to tune in and watch your spouse. You know, instead of having to turn on the TV, hey, I could watch them live. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I could be a part of it. But you got, you got very few wrestlers that can put up the kind of careers that Randy Orton had or, or has or like Triple H had or John Cena had where they can do 12 plus years under one, one yeah. you know, company. Mm-hmm. The, the wrestling industry isn't like that right now. You know what I mean? It's about all these people going through all these promotions and stuff. Like they say, you got these people that circulate on the indies and they go from promotion to promotion to promotion, building up their experience and stuff like that. So, to me, why not? And WWE is like, if you weren't a part of that Attitude Era, you got to be somehow entitled to a family dynasty for you to get put over now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, you got to think about it. You're, you always hear more and more about WWE wrestlers being unhappy. And then, which is why a lot of them always want to ask for their release or not resign when a contract comes up. And it's like, how much longer can you keep doing business like that? Yeah. I think a lot of them are... I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just thinking, like, I think a lot of them, the unhappiness, if, if you look at a lot of what people say, it comes from the fact that they have no control over their creative, right? Yeah. They have no control over their character, their persona, anything like that. And then on top of that, you got some wrestlers that go months without even being on live TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, now that they don't have the, um, the, the, the house shows anymore, mm-hmm. I mean, we haven't there are people that we haven't even seen for months. The crazy thing is, WWE has a three-hour show and a two-hour show, and then a, a, another show on Wednesday. And we see and the same st- people, and it still feels like it's not enough airtime for all the people that they have. And just and, <laughs> and the ping pong off y'all point, I'm glad y'all said that because I was reading the article and did you know Bo Dallas is still under his contract? Yeah, yeah. and they just. And literally, they said they him and they Murphy, don't him they, and Murphy still show up the TV, yeah. right? And they have just no like creative uh, uh, opportunity for them. And I'm like, so why keep them under contract? Like you've already said, you've already teased something that you wanted to do. Do it. Yeah. What's the worst thing that could happen? It don't work. You cut it. That's what y'all been doing. Like it, or act like it doesn't happen. They do that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Th- we- if you really think about the roster, you think about how many people there are. Half of them, we we never. You wouldn't even think that they were even a wrestler. Nah, man. You got to look at. You got to watch NXT because all them ones that don't wrestle be in the crowd. They're yeah. standing around, pretty much, literally, and they literally get paid to clap, to clap and cheer. Yeah. For but at, at one point, at some point, you think about it, you go. I'm here to wrestle and get noticed, and if I'm going to sit here in the stands. And act like a fan, I might as well go ahead and leave, ask for my release. And be a fan. And go to another promotion that's, you know, that's at least going to try to give me or I can make some opportunities. Hence, AEW or Impact now. Do you know what they would do with Cesaro if he went to AEW? Yes. It'd be over. It'd be a wrap. But, and that gets (laughs) me to my point. Like, you build up somebody like Keith Lee, you know, shout out to Keith Lee because... He has a title match. Natural talent. 
but that shouldn't be the title that he should be fighting for. Yeah. This man is main event, top tier, top title worthy. But you just Finn Ballard him. Yeah. You nerfed his ass down to a U.S. title when you were already putting him in position for the WWE Championship. Uh, I mean, still, think about it. Ain't nobody still as bad as what they did to what, Ryback? Yeah. You know, what they did Shout to... out to Ryback. I hope you go to AEW, yeah. man. They've been talking about him getting a contract, so I hope that, I hope that works. I mean, think, about, think about Ryback, Cesaro, Cesaro and then uh, the, the most noticeable, most recent one, is uh, Braun Strowman? Mm-hmm. I mean, he they they just tortured his character. What so? You know what I mean? What it, it's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. I it's because they what they do is they give somebody a gimmick, then they change the gimmick out of nowhere. Yeah. And the person goes off TV, then they come back with another gimmick. They have like four gimmicks in a year. It doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't work. Gimmicks doesn't don't work, work anymore like that. Now you're looking at Braun Strowman as a cock diesel big show yeah. who will lay lay it down one good time and then he disappears. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of still being the wrecking house monster that, man, you could put him, he could just invade three matches back to back and you'd be like, yo, what is he doing? Like, he done lost it and you'll still be tuned in. And you can always tell how a company feels about somebody with how they book them when they have a belt. Yeah. yeah, that's how you can always tell how they feel about them. They never booked Braun Strong when he had the Universal Title. Mm-hmm. Never booked him strong. He had more. He had more um, um, interviews and and promos than he had matches. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go forward because we can talk about yeah, this all really night. Be a whole show. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about uh, Sammy Guevara. Oh. Yeah, we still AEW. Sammy Guevara quit the inner circle because he's tired of NJF. I mean, we, you know, we all teased that a couple episodes ago saying that MJF was trying to decimate inner circle. He's trying to take over and everything. You know, I, I like the storyline. Um, uh, I, I just see a lot of uh, similarity natures within what's going on on two brands, but I, I like it. I did I really see him being the first one? No, I kind of thought it was going to be uh, Swagger or Hager. Oh, Hager. I, I thought it would have been Hager probably before Friday, Sammy Guevara. But you got to say, like, Sammy Guevara is probably one of the individuals that definitely can make a name for himself being an independent Oh, wrestler. yeah. He's you a future TNT title holder. And yeah. I absolutely. thought you were going to say AEW champion. Okay. Nah, TNT nah, title nah. holder. Okay, yeah. I nah, got eventually, though. I mean, eventually, eventually yeah. He's one of the most talented people in the company. Yeah, he is. I don't know. I really don't have too much to say about the topic. I mean, something was drastically was going to come sooner or later. All right. And then Sting took his first bump in AEW. Well, first bump since he retired. Hall of Fame speech. He's 61 years old. He took a massive power bomb from Brian Cage. That was the test of his neck. It was. That was the test of his neck. Should I start my rant now or no? I ain't going to do it. I mean, rant whenever you want. I don't want to rant. I'm not going to rant on it. You can have two rants in the episode. I know, right? I know, right? Nah, I'm not going to rant on it. I mean, last last week you said uh, that you didn't want to see Sting wrestle anymore. I don't want to see Sting wrestle anymore. I'm over. He's 61. Okay, so... <laughs> I, I feel you right there, right? Oh, our is supposed to be getting involved in a match too. Oh, but the God. but the the match type, right? So they had to prep for that because it's a street fight. Exactly. You don't throw somebody into a street fight 
without taking a bump first because why now not? The street fight is a lot easier than the actual wrestling match. But he uh, might still take an actual move. The street fights in AEW have always been physical, a, a little more lethal than what we see in like yeah. other companies. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying though, if you saw Sting in a wrestling match. It's gonna be the same move. It's gonna be the same thing as whenever you see Goldberg in the ring, spear, spear, spear. It's definitely gonna probably half, end half with of a jackhammer. <laughs> it's definitely probably gonna end with him using the bat. Of course, it's gonna end with him yeah. using the bat. That's the whole point of them having the street match. He's gonna come out with the bat. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he's gonna take a couple of hits and stuff like that. I'm just okay. My thing is that don't get me wrong. This is thing we're talking about, right? Yeah, Hall of Famer, you know, legend. Yes, of course. All right. But I just feel like the years that he put in, mm-hmm. the knowledge that he has about the business, the the kind of legacy that comes with his name, mm-hmm. why not use that in the capacity of him helping somebody else that can use that airtime? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, putting him as somebody's manager mm-hmm. and then letting him help them get over kind of like and, the, and come up kind of like the sting in uh impact when he was a part of the main event mafia exactly no face paint yeah. glasses suit kind of running running the whole group and, and they can like still that. do that this might just be you know what I'm saying everybody sting came to aw everybody want to see him in a match but this get this, that match out the way this reminds me of when hulk hogan went to impact yeah because it was the exact same thing in order for Hulk Hogan, when he first came to Impact and before he took over and started running everything, he had to do the match, right? And he had to go get the, the two hip surgeries and all that stuff just so that he could get through the match. I can't remember who his match Bully was Ray? against. No, nah, Bully Ray wasn't that big at that time. This was before Bully Ray got that big. It was before their encounter with um, with Brooke Hogan was his yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This was. I can't remember who it was. Before, this is way. This is when he first like came. Big Foley and Bischoff yeah. was still exactly. there. Exactly. No, like Bischoff wasn't even there at the time yet. This Kurt is, Angle there. Kurt Angle was there. Yeah. Okay. I think that's who he might have wrestled against was Kurt Angle. I can't remember exactly who he wrestled with when he came in Impact. But I'm just saying this. Reminds me of that, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I can't remember who he wrestled, but that match was horrible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like Hulk Hogan could barely move. You know, he, it was like he, watching the Undertaker and Goldberg. At, uh, yes, in Saudi Arabia. That yep yeah. that or or the Undertaker and Roman Reigns yeah. at WrestleMania. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully the match is decent or good. It's gonna be. You're gonna see a little bit of air on. Sting, like he's gonna get taken out of commission early. You're gonna see a lot of uh, action out of Darby Allen because he is the champion. He is right now kind of like the face of AEW. You know what I'm saying? He's getting all that, and then you'll see Sting like use his favorite tool to try to fight them off and everything. I don't see him getting thrown into a damn car off of a, a 18 wheeler or anything like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. What you call it? Devon and Bubba used to 3D uh, old. What's the old? May Young. May Young. I mean, <laughs> some she, of my favorite. She she favorite used to take some bumps, boys. So. She, she a different breed. <laughs> she yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah, she yeah, is. All right. Last thing for AW, I just wanted to talk about Omega and Moxley. It seems like this is going to be the the end of their feud for a while. Uh, is I had to look it up because it's going to be called an exploding barbed wire death match. So I see it being almost one year into their first feud. You know what I'm saying? So 
definitely they're gonna try to pull out all the stocks. Ah. We don't need to get the predictions just yet. No, I ain't even giving a yeah. prediction on the match. I'm giving a good. I'm about to drop the mic on the future. I do not see Moxley being in AEW too much longer. I was about to say, say thank you. Like, give me some. Give me some. Give me some. Me and be on the same mindset. With this coming to a conclusion, full circle. Y'all brought that up before, though. Full circle, one gear. So the the reason why I brought it up because Moxley himself made a statement. Yes. And his statement was, and I think I said this two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. He said in his statement was that if WWE called, of course he'll take the phone call. He said he got a family to feed. He ain't gonna turn down money. He gonna listen to the offer. He said he's gonna. Of course he's gonna entertain the offer, but he just said that, and it doesn't sound like it's the money. He wants the, the control. Issue. He wants to yes. create control. He said that he just don't think that they would come to an agreement. He needs the Bray Wyatt treatment. I think they'll give it to him. So let me ask. If they choice. if they give it to him, he was a champion. Who does he go by? Does he go by John Moxley? No, he kind of come back as Dean Ambrose. He got to come back as Dean This crossover here, you can be exactly. So he's going to be Dean Ambrose. What if he buys his name? I still don't see. Still, still I still don't Ambrose. see him using it because Dean Ambrose in WWE holds weight. So what is yeah. John Ambrose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. He's Dean Ambrose. Yeah. But just think about all the possibilities if he comes back to WWE. Yeah. I mean, not even just the Shield reunion. I mean, I'm thinking of like him. He can come in and instantly feud with Roman. He can feud. Damn it! Yeah. Like they never did. That that's would, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They never like they've had a match, but it was a triple threat match yep. because they, they both had a they had one on one match. They have. They no, had, I'm, they I'm they talking had about a match. Big, a big, big, big they feud. Never had like a big, yeah, because it was not like Brock Roman Lesnar. and Seth had. Yeah, yeah. You know it was with Brock Lesnar. So I mean, I'm just thinking about like the possibilities, which would later on, because we all know, eventually down the road, it would lead to a Shield reunion, which. That brings ratings. Exactly. So, I think that with this point and the fact that the WWE, they they need the ratings, you know what I'm saying? They they need something. If, for some reason, Moxley did leave, I I would see him come back to WWE. I think that they would give him Could you imagine his creative control and his thought process on what the shield could eventually be? If it was his idea on how, yeah. you talk about a whole different attire. Not even just that, just his whole character. Because I yeah. can see him, he he lives that lunatic fringe mm-hmm. persona. Moxley even, is even what on AEW. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Even on AEW, he still has that persona about him. You know what I'm saying? So give him control of how he gets to use it. And I think that... I think that it would make it a lot better. Seth Rollins' character right now, Roman's character right now, yeah. and the character of John Moxley together. Yeah. You talking about something that would take over for the next five years? Hell, I would like him to come back and put together like a new shield. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh. <laughs> hey, JD. Yes, sir. What's going on with Undisputed Era, bro? Hey, man, let me tell you something that's going on with Undisputed Era. <laughs> let me go. Well, I've been ready to drop the mic on this. Because I've been saying it. I've been saying it. It was going to be some chaos, but I didn't think it was going to be the chaos that it actually is turning out to be. I didn't think that Adam Cole was going to actually turn on Kyle O'Reilly. So, if you guys missed it, um, that NXT Vengeance. Yeah, NXT Vengeance, uh, UE came out to support 
um, Finn Balor after his match. After he was getting attacked. So, you see Kyle O'Reilly extend the hand saying, we got you. They all stand in line like they usually do. Everybody throws up the UE. And Finn's, Finn's about to point the gun. Then next thing you know, wow, Adam Cole super kicks him. And Kyle O'Reilly's like, yo, what you do that for? Next thing you know, boom, Adam Cole hits him with a super kick. And then on Wednesday, he does it again. He does it again. So now this time, he suplexed Kyle O'Reilly on uh, some steel steps, and he had to get taken out. On a stretcher. On a stretcher because of, you know, possible seizure episodes. And, you know, that man that took some bumps. But Adam Cole's thing is there is no replacing Bobby Fish. And he feels like Kyle O'Reilly is replacing Finn Balor with Bobby. Well, replacing Bobby Fish with Finn Balor. Okay. So, there, you know, if UE is going to be UE, it's only going to be the original members. Um, a while back, Kyle O'Reilly did make a statement saying that he couldn't see himself facing Adam Cole in this type of brand. Like, they've done their whole Ring of Honor and stuff like that where they had matches and all that. But he said he really couldn't see it because he's more like a brother. But this has definitely brought ratings to NXT. I'm proud the way they're, they're going. We can definitely see Adam Cole facing Finn Balor for the championship. Got that belt. And I definitely see Finn Balor coming back up to the main roster. So I'm going to piggyback off of what you said, right? I think that you were spot on except for one point. And I don't think that Adam Cole took out Finn Balor because you see uh, Finn Balor replacing uh, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish. I think he took him out because he sees Finn Balor replacing him. Being a threat. Yeah. 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 And I, I I think that's the thing. Um, I think it was the fact that everybody was throwing up the UE, but Finn Balor is still throwing up the guns, you know. Right, he's the leader. Like, yeah. exactly. Because what does the leader do? The leader stands out from the rest of the pack, yeah. you know. The rest of the pack kind of falls in line, mm-hmm. and they do, they do what the leader does. And the fact that UE came out to protect... Finn Balor, when technically is he part of UE? Nah. Exactly. So, but they did, but they have had beef with Pete Dunne and his crew. They have. So that was, so that's where it does kind of make sense. But you, they were they would help him but out. But then you got to look at when Finn Balor came to mm-hmm. NXT. When he came back to NXT, he was face to face with UE, like he was going to be standing next to Tommaso Ciampa and. Um, Johnny Gargano and he hit Johnny Gargano with the damn whatever the move is with that kick and so it was kind of like they they already teased something them working together but there's always been animosity from them and we know if you're a wrestling fan you know that animosity comes from New Japan because they were all a part of the Bullet Club you know what I'm saying where Finn was the leader exactly Finn is not the originator Finn is not a follower right Finn is not a fall in line Number two, number three, number four guy. Finn is number one. Right? And he has the belt. Exactly. So, of course, that makes him the leader. So, you can't have the NXT champion following Adam Cole. Yeah. You know what it was looking like to me? It was, I think, I think y'all brought this up too. Uh, evolution. Very much so. Because now Adam Cole sees Kyle O'Reilly starting to assert himself with more dominance and having damn near five-star matches with Finn Balor and Pete That's what Dunn. I was about to say. So think about think about that. He sees that, him as a threat, too. He, he's, Finn Balor's putting him at that number two position. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to break it down, 
if you're putting Finn Balor at number one, Colorado's number and two. number two, so where does that leave Adam Cole? Yeah. Because Adam Cole's not going to take the number three or number four position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And literally, the Rocky past, Strong is just there. Exactly. The, past, the past couple of episodes, you've been seeing like Adam Cole has been like falling behind Kyle Riley, and like Finn's been giving him his props and everything like that. And Adam Cole's like, "Yo, this my faction. Like, I'm the longest reigning NXT champ. Yeah, two time. Like, this my this this is me. Like, I created this. Like." But I also think that this is the start of Adam Cole moving on up. I could the east side. Yeah, moving on up. Well, I mean, I could. Don't had, get me wrong. We, we haven't had a three-time NXT champion, have we? He'll be the first. I, I want to see. I don't think Adam Cole's gonna be Finn Balor. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think that I see Kyle. I, and this is just my prediction because uh, you know I love the unpredictable yeah. and I love the exciting stuff that happens. But, you know, now that we got the uh, um, Adam Cole taking out Finn Balor and uh, Kyle O'Reilly, could you see Finn Balor versus um, Adam Cole? And then what do I see at the end of it? Yui coming in and them attacking uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Doing traditional beat him up and then they yeah, go up beat, to him, the, beat him up and then he's out. And then they fall in line with Finn. We're falling in line with Finn Bell. Yeah. And then we see Adam Cole ends up on Raw or SmackDown a little bit that, after that. That's a very that's I can a see, very, I, very I, good I can see a little I can see a little feud between him and Finn and Undisputed Era, you know, for like a couple of weeks or so, maybe a month. And then probably after if this did happen after WrestleMania. I see him moving up. Yeah, and now that you say WrestleMania, because there was a, um, I think one of you guys posted it. Should uh, <coughs> their the NXT Championship match be on WrestleMania? Like yes, because NXT is no longer a development <coughs> show. Because you know, usually on WrestleMania they have a pay per view on that Saturday yeah. before. Yeah. So they were saying, should the title, should the main titles be on the WrestleMania pay per view? I think I it agree. will be. I think this year will for be. a match like that. I, if, depending on the match, because do you Adam Cole like, versus Finn Balor, like a ladder match or some shit like that? For that's some a reason, WrestleMania I feel match. like it's going to be a triple threat match, though. I was just about to say that. You think so? Kyle yeah, because now it's kind of like Kyle O'Reilly is out of UE, so it's kind of like he's independent, Finn's independent, and then. What I could see if they we get don't a know if they're out of UE. Right. We're just assuming this. What I could see, but Kyle O'Reilly's not going to take that sitting down. So it's going to come to the point where he's either out of UE or he's going to be like it's going to be me. He's going to be a Jay Uso. Say, say, say it again. It's say me, what? It's yeah, me or you. Yeah. But this is this is what and I they have a few in loser leaves town type of match. They have they have one more pay per view before uh before their pay per view before WrestleMania, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I could see. Like, say Adam Cole beats Finn Balor and they have a match. Because, actually, um, yeah, he beat Pete Dunne. So, say Adam Cole and Finn Balor have a match. Adam Cole wins. He faces Kyle O'Reilly. I can also see Finn helping Kyle O'Reilly to get his first championship. I mean, I can see that, too. But it just... Do and you then they see, have the Balor club. Do you see Kyle O'Reilly... Run, no, because if, if he's the NXT champion, it's he's still, running UE. Because the thing, because the thing is now they're building Kyle O'Reilly up to where he could be his own solo star. He actually doesn't need a group, right? Yeah, that's how they're building him up. Yeah. So honestly, I could see him and Finn like having like a gentleman's agreement that they won't mess with each other 
after this whole Adam Cole stuff is done, but I don't see them actually joining. Could up. you see them being a tag team? No, maybe maybe down the line. Down the line, but not not immediately. But I they got see, too much stuff to do solo. I see whoever is holding between the three of them, whoever comes out with the NXT Championship, is going to be the leader of UE. Yeah. Where do you see Roger Strong being torn in between? I think that if Adam Cole keeps effing with uh, Kyle O'Reilly, then he's going to make a choice. But I don't know. They're making it because you saw because they had them arguing back and forth because Kyle O'Reilly's trying to be I'm not Kyle O'Reilly. Roger Strong's trying to be the peacemaker right now. And you don't have Bobby Fish there either to back him up, so it's just him. I see Roger Strong being like taking off his shirt and saying, you know what, I'm done I'm with, done with this. I'm, I'm done with this. this. Yeah. Or if uh if Adam Cole wins, I can see him sticking with uh Cole. Yeah. I can see him sticking with Cole. Yeah, I, I with him being in the midst. Because honestly, I honestly, I don't see I see uh I see Kyle O'Reilly being a solo star pretty much now. Mm-hmm. I don't see him I don't see him with anybody. Nah, I see him finally getting his uh championship, man. And then if they're going to keep UE together, then it's going to be Bobby Fish, Roger Strong, and um, Adam Cole. Because I think that what's going to happen is Roger Strong is probably just going to end up saying, screw it, and yeah. then just get with Cole, and then they're going to start attacking Kyle O'Reilly together. Mm-hmm. And then you and then you could have those matches, uh, to, uh, them two, Kyle O'Reilly and Finn versus UE. Like you know, on the paper, on the matches before the pay per views, and then set up the triple threat. Mm-hmm. I can see that happening too. So this is another thing. You know how when we get some shakeups, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see Finn bringing some reinforcement? Only the only reason he only when he can bring is AJ. Okay, and almost. <laughs> Who Whatever. Got AJ, is. right? You also got Shinsuke. Could you ever see Finn Balor bringing some reinforcement if they took this feud long? What you talking about, like the WWE version of the Bullet Club? Well, we already had that. We, yeah. True. Well, what I'm saying is like, okay, let's just say it keeps going on, UE versus versus Finn. Like, could if we, it becomes like Bobby Fish comes back and it's him, Roger, and Cole, then it's them three, and then versus it's uh, Colorado and Finn, Finn, and then Finn has some reinforcement. Like they and, bring somebody special. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. It would probably more than likely, depending on how Elimination Chamber and what happens after that, see AJ. Up, it could be AJ. Yeah. I would AJ, like to see that. AJ did, has said in the past that he would like to team up with Finn Balor before his career is done. Yeah. And AJ said this is his last wrestling contract. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's done if he's going to do it, he need to do it now. Right. All right. Uh... Ric Flair is still out here <laughs> having girls ride Space Mountain. Lacey Evans says she's pregnant. Hey, man. Jay. So. Jay. So. Do it. Jay. Do it. <sighs> okay. Burr, 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 burr. I had a good rant that I was going <laughs> to throw down on this topic, okay? But. Jay getting soft. <laughs> I'm not getting soft. I'm thinking about. This kind of serves the purpose that I'm talking about with Sting, okay? Because oh, you Sting got Brandy Rose pregnant? No, you Sting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. oh my! What I'm talking about is I'm talking about Ric Flair in the background, still helping push Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans, mm-hmm. right? 
So yes, so this is a perfect example of (laughs) of that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, to to get on actual Ric Flair getting Lacey Evans pregnant, okay? Woo! I don't even I don't even know if I can really say this on this damn podcast. You know what? I'm gonna say it because there ain't no Viagra in the world. He ain't got no damn prostate. Like (laughs) after his last dog, hot. I love, I love Ric Flair. You know, he represents hometown. Dog, dog. The storyline is stupid. Just go home. They could, they could have, they could have come up with a, a million other things. Like. A million other things. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. Lacey Evans is pregnant. So, they want to kind of spin it, you know what I mean? Because she can't wrestle. So, so since she so can't wrestle. So, we got to find a way to write her off TV, man. So, now we got 70-year-olds getting... Early song. early thirties pregnant. We got lesbian relationships. That, hold on, hold on. That happens in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Where in real life have a seventy year old gotten somebody pregnant? I'm sure somewhere in the Hollywood Hills it happens. Trey, oh, it ain't no damn seventy. Sugar daddies, sugar babies, sugar daddies. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just want to understand who who said that this was a good movie. idea. Like who pulled this, this out is... and said, "Oh, you're pregnant." Like I can see, I can picture it now, right? Lacey Evans sitting at home. I've been feeling nauseous. I've been feeling sick. You know what, babe? Let me go ahead and take a test. Of the... Oh, shit, I'm pregnant. Now I got to tell WWE. Goes into work. Apparently, they found out that that day. Yeah, well, go. Uh, well, that's even worse now. Which is why Because they didn't put no type of thought into this. Is this. As, this is as bad as Lana and Bobby Lashley. Uh, ooh, that, I don't know if that... Uh, Lana and Bobby Lashley was horrible. So I mean, this is to me, this is horrible. <laughs> I, I Bobby, did, Lashley, Bobby Lashley did that for the culture. But this is the thing: <laughs> we've seen Ric Flair do this. We've seen Ric Flair intervene in Charlotte Flair's career. We've seen it with Sasha. He kissed Becky. He kissed uh, Becky. He did yes. kiss Becky. Like we've seen it. Kissed her. How many times? Like creative. It is. It do, is. It is repetitive. Yes. Like and it is old. Yeah, she don't. don't Charlotte don't need her dad to boost her career anymore, or to keep, or to try to ruin it. Yeah, at all. Because in their mind, it makes it interesting because people want to see Ric Flair at the same time. No, we don't want to see Ric Flair no more. No, I, at this point, like on some. I'm real, fine with Ric Flair showing up on Legends Night, and yeah. then no, 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 no. Special on, on some real <laughs> shit. I'm tired of seeing Legends. If, if I he feel you on that one. If he's not the Undertaker of The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin, I don't want to see you. You know what, though? It's not about seeing legends. I, I, I get where you're going with that, right? Okay. I understand the whole Legends Night and stuff like that. That's fine. But they getting some old-ass wrestlers from not even the 90s. We're talking about they going deep. Like It's they, not even the fact that they get them. It's that they keep having them in prominent storylines. Yeah, so like, I mean, come on now. Like, at one point, at I feel one like point. you have to, otherwise, what's the point of bringing them back? I thought Booger T was going to be in the Royal Rumble. I wanted to see that. No, you had Booger T being the GI. Ooh, I'll be. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're good. I know you're good. GI bro. GI bro. There we go. GI bro. I, I almost hit a Booger T moment. <laughs> but, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. But instead of that, <laughs> we got the Hurricane. What's up with that? I think Bad Buddy being the twenty four seven champ. Oh my god! Amen. So that's as bad as the new Space Jam movie. No, that's as bad as Bow Wow <laughs> trying to train for the WWE. Hey man, you trying to be the next Leo Rush? No, no. Hey, give Leo Rush some props, man. 
he he holds two belts right now on an independent circuit. He uh is the cruiserweight, the New Japan cruiserweight, no, the uh, AAA cruiserweight champion, and he is uh, a lightweight champion. You know what it's starting to become like. This is this, I know this is off topic, right? But I feel like WWE no longer has that title of we are the golden standard of wrestling. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like WWE now has the title of if you want a great wrestling career, come here so that we can dog you and then ask for your release or we release you. And then guess what? You're going to go on to other promotions and do great things. And then maybe we'll bring you back afterwards, you know what I mean? Once you get the fame and stuff. But I kind of feel like that's the rep right now. Yeah, they're, because they're if, almost if, in development. Because if you look at what everybody's been doing that leaves WWE, it's like everybody leaves and then they go on to do great things and other promotions. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's... Oh God, this it's is like, the rant right here. Because you know, uh, it's almost like they have five, five to ten people that they rely on to keep their ratings up. Roman, Randy, Alexa Bliss, Fiend. Drew McIntyre. Not even a Fiend. Not even a Fiend. Because right really he's tied in with Randy. But I say Alexa Bliss because, yes, yeah. that's tied in with, with the Fiend. And then you have... He's not even a freaking wrestler, but Paul Heyman, because I'm talking smack, he's like the life of that, and he's giving people a boost. Sasha? Sasha. Sasha, too. My issue is that, okay, my issue is that... Oh, well, well, I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut the rant off, but I do got to go back to AEW for a quick second. You know, John Moxley has held that uh, New Japan U.S. title for 400, like 419 days. Yeah. Was like I know he held that U.S. title in WWE for a long time, but it won't know CM Punk record-breaking no. year-long reign. No. So that goes back to what you were saying about when they leave WWE, look what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but my bad. Go ahead. No, I'm just the, the only thing that I just have to say is just that, like, okay, there is only so much that technically, yeah, we can blame on Vince, right? We know that he does change matches last minute. He does, you know, scrap ideas and. And implements some stupid ones he doesn't, he doesn't on, trust on the fly. He, he doesn't trust his writers. Mm-mm. But at the same time, I blame the writers, right? Because at the end of the day, they write this shit, yeah. right? And then I blame. Well, is Stephanie still over creative? No. Who's over creative now? Bruce Picard. Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Uh, buddy Love. Yeah. No, yeah, I said Buddy Love. Yeah. Dude brother, love, love, brother love, brother love, brother love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say dude love, whatever yeah. brother love. Yeah, oh, but I, I blame, I blame them, right? Because somebody has to write this shit. Oh, maybe used to be in the creative. And then from there, right? They write it. They take the script to him, and he approves it. You know who else is a part of creative? Um. What's the dude Road from, dog? No, what's the dude from Impact? Uh, uh, that was like the reboot of Kane. Um, Abyss? Abyss. Abyss. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, Joseph Park. Yeah. Joseph Park. Yeah, because he of did creative. show up on one of the... He was shows. with AJ first, before yeah. AJ got almost. He's a part of creative now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, like, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of this has to fall back on it, right? And it's just, to me, I just don't understand what they're doing because in my opinion this shit isn't working right right so how much are you going like how long are you going to continue with this half-ass writing that they're doing because it's not good at all 
you can tell from the views and the ratings and stuff like that. Yeah, they're getting more views than AEW, but their views are at an all-time low. It's, okay, it's not more views than AEW. I mean, Raw, Raw's still getting SmackDown's the only one. Oh, well, SmackDown getting. They said for the first time they were under two mil yeah. viewers uh, last Friday. Yeah, SmackDown's the only one doing numbers because NXT keeps getting demolished by AEW, and then Raw's numbers been dropping every week. Every week, and it's going to continue to drop. I SmackDown think is not. I think it helps that uh, it's on Fox, and they promote it during uh, shows. Yeah, like skipping Shannon and the so, Hurt and stuff like SmackDown that. SmackDown is not that much better, but what SmackDown has going for them right now is well, they did. I'm tired of seeing Roman Reigns and KO. KO. But they have a good storyline going with Roman Reigns and the head of the family. Mm -hmm. So I think that is their saving grace. As the, and then Sasha Banks is putting on the clinic right now too she is. as, as the, the women's champion. So they're, they're holding up SmackDown right now off of these storylines. And I think that's what's uh, keeping. Shout it. out to Black History Month also for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> the black people are saving the company right now. <laughs> Finally, you got you got Biggie, yeah, Biggie, you know Biggie. Like, all their major champions are black. Yes, yes. I'm just saying, like it. it there comes a time where do you, you do you, you think that they're holding back until they get fans? Yes and no. I think that they're doing. Yeah, I don't I, understand why they're doing that because AEW is also shot in Florida and they have real fans. So if they really they they just want to make sure they can have more fans than them because I, fans can go. I don't think that the WWE is concerned about fans. The Thunderdome is a great idea. It is for certain. It's matches. it's working. It's working, right? I mean, look at all the people that are viewing in on the Thunderdome. I feel it works better on SmackDown. I, I swear, every show they add more screens. Yeah, that, I feel like that too. Like they're starting to fill <laughs> yeah, up the whole I, I, arena. Now it's like six rows. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. The only reason why AEW don't have the exact same thing is because I'm pretty sure they don't have it in their budget. Yeah. So, I mean. He's a billionaire. He can do it. it. Yeah, it don't mean that he's going to dish out the money for nah, it. he's waiting to get a new facility. Yeah, he can yeah. Do it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like. It, this thing's about to draft Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> you off topic, but okay. <laughs> but back to Lacey Evans. Yeah. I mean, congratulations to her. Yeah. Yeah, congrats. The, the storyline is stupid with Ric Flair. But. It just, Stay I know on. it brings us into your next question. So go ahead with the next question. Oh, it ain't about that yet. I'm well, you might as well. You must okay, be. well, because she was, because Lacey was supposed to face um, Oscar yes. at uh, Elimination Chamber. So, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to announce that she's going to get replaced before the match, or they'll have her be in the match and something happened to where she gets like taken out because you know they're gonna write her off TV. Well, she can't be in any matches. She was in that match. I mean, because you know, because that was before she found out that she was how, pregnant. But how far along is she? I mean, trust me, I ain't, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. It don't matter how but far along she is. She still probably, can't take a bump. I'm saying they could probably do something to like make have her be taken out in the back or something where you don't see her get taken out. Like but have Charlotte. His, 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 I get I what you. Know. I get what you're saying, but here's the thing, though, but right? Because when you're in your first trimester, it's the most risky out of right. all of them. Yeah. So yeah. technically, she can't take a bump. They can't. They can't afford for her to take any type of bump because you never know what's going to happen. When Oscar, when Becky left, and Oscar got uh, got one money in the bank, mm -hmm. Becky didn't fight at that pay per view. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Key thing. So. I see her 
I don't know. If she gets replaced, then they might. I don't. I don't see them. I'm just trying to figure out. I don't how see. And I knew it was kind of odd that we didn't have chamber. a women's WWE match, like a women's champion match, at that Money in the Bank pay per view. But I didn't put two and two together until I saw Becky Lynch in the ring with Oscar. And then I was like, something's up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they. Well, we had we had one. We just didn't have a raw one. We had. A, yeah. A, no, that's what I'm saying. Smackdown. We had the SmackDown one. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that we didn't have Becky Lynch. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, this is Becky Lynch. Exactly. And she wasn't in the pay per view defending the championship. Yeah. She wasn't even at the pay per view at or, all. Or what I could see is since uh, Lacey and uh, Peyton Royce been getting buddy buddy, I could see Lacey coming out and then saying, "You know what? I'm pregnant." Uh, Peyton, take my place. I have that because, or they're or just not have the match at all. No, they're gonna have the match. Uh, I'm gonna tell you exactly what happens because the WWE is predictable, right? They're gonna need a new number one contender to face Oscar. They're gonna do the same thing that they always do. Do a match on a pre-show? No, it's gonna be a women's battle royale to determine the number one contender, That's and then from Charlotte. there they can go with whatever plot that they're gonna do. So but they're gonna do it at the pay-per-view. No, they're gonna do it. When's the pay-per-view? The pay-per-view this is Sunday. this Sunday. Yeah. Oh shit. That's what I'm saying. I forgot about that. That's what they're, I'm saying. I That's thought the pay-per-view was next week. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll make an announcement um, tomorrow. Uh, it could be the pre-show because he, he makes he makes judgments for both shows. They'll probably Adam make Pierce. It. Adam Pierce makes judgment for both shows. Yeah, that's true. But uh, they'll probably just. Yeah, I can see. I can see Jay's idea happening in the pre-show. And I'm surprised they haven't. They they're not doing the um women's elimination chamber. Did you notice that? Well, yeah, I noticed it, but I'm but for SmackDown, um, they don't got enough. Female. They don't got enough. And for they don't got enough for Raw neither. I mean, they do, but have, most of them women are all in tag teams. That's true. I mean, so honestly, you I, still, I understand why. You still got enough to do uh, Elimination Chamber, but then... They can have like a fatal four-way. True, but Five then you pack. got... I mean, yeah, it kind of don't make sense, but hey, whatever. Wait, Go. you don't have any women's Elimination Chamber nope. match? That's a first. You got to think. SmackDown has been titled with Carmella and Sasha Banks and Bailey and Bianca, but that's only four people. Yeah, but that's a first, though. That we don't have a elimination chamber match for women, women. Since, since the first women's one, and then on Raw, everybody's in a tag team. I mean, we we never know. They could announce something on Friday. Or I mean, they could, they yeah. could. But anyway, uh, let's go to uh, the men's uh, elimination chamber. We're gonna get get into these predictions. So we can go ahead and wrap that up. The uh, men's elimination chamber for Raw, the Miz. Uh, removed himself from the elimination chamber and was talking like we might see a cash in. We'll get to that later. But Kofi beat the Miz because the Miz was pushing for uh, Morrison to mm-hmm. take his spot. Yep. Yeah. Saying that he was a former ECW champion, so he met the criteria, even though it was supposed to be a former WWE champion. World champion. World. Uh, yeah, WWE World Champion, which why, which why Adam Pearce told Braun no, because he was a Universal, not a WWE. Well, to me, former World Champion means that either the WWE Champion or the World Heavyweight Champion. Right. Yeah. So if you had one of those in the past, which is kind of weird. I don't know if that's like a little Easter egg or a little hint at something, possibly. But, I mean, it's kind of weird that they put it in that lingo. Mm-hmm. Because, especially since they turned Braun Strowman down and said that, you know, you were the Universal Champion. Could this be them nerfing the Universal Champion? 
Going, I mean, we, we all know that, you know, people hate the Universal Championship. I don't know. That conversation did happen on Raw where the Universal Championship isn't. So, who yeah. knows? Right. But Kofi beat Miz, so he took uh, Miz's, so he took the spot in the Elimination Chamber. Then they had a gauntlet match, mm-hmm. and Sheamus won it, so mm-hmm. he's going to come out last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let's just go ahead and, since we already talking about it. Uh, Who's everybody that's in the match? So, Drew McIntyre. Yep. Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, and Sheamus. Well, I can tell you who's getting put out first. Jeff Hardy. (laughs) 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 He always gets put out. I told you, I was watching 2017. uh, And he was the first one eliminated. I feel like he was the first one got put out today. Yeah, Yeah, so I I believe that. And Kofi's going after that. I believe that. You think so? Nah, I see AJ. The way that that they've been building up. Right. The, right. the way that they've been building up and the way that things have been going down, it's going to come down to Drew and Sheamus. Yeah. Those and are going. Nah, I don't see. I think Randy's going to. I think Randy's going to go. I, I, so I'm just saying that was my pick. To Randy's going to be second to last. I said that was my pick to win it. Well, then that also goes into do you think the Fiend is coming back? Well, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of things that could happen possibly. It's Resurrection! Like, it's like three, four things. That's what happen. I'm saying. So did. This is one of those matches that you can't really predict, right? Yeah, Elimination Chamber is, is kind of hard to tell because we could see, to me, if the title was going to change hands before WrestleMania, this is where it's going to happen. I mean, but we have one more paper. Yeah, but the title has never changed hands. No, no, no. I know at, that. At, what is it? Fastlane? Fast yeah, yeah Fastlane, the title has never changed hands before, right. re, you know, That's pay-per-view the before WrestleMania. One. Exactly. Yeah. So if it does happen... It's going to happen at the Elimination Chamber, right? right. I don't see yeah, anybody... Oh, it be a good way to take it off Drew to uh, protect him. That's what... Yeah, true. I, I just don't see anybody that's in that match beating Drew McIntyre right now. Okay? Yes, it could be Randy, because you never know with Randy Orton, right? It, it could be Randy Orton at any time. Mm-hmm. But, one, we still have The Miz lingering over them with the title. Okay? We, we don't know what's going to happen with The Fiend, if he's ever going to show back up or when he's going to show back up, but we know it's coming. So, do I see The Fiend coming back and, and doing something with the champion? No, I kind of see him coming back and going after Randy. So, if he does come back, I feel like The Fiend's going to take out Randy Orton. He's going to get I can see him costing Randy. Exactly, and then him costing Randy Orton the championship. So, either Drew, Macker, Drew, I said Macker, Drew McIntyre retains the title, or... I see the fiend getting Randy Orton eliminated, and then it comes down to I still think it's gonna come down to Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Yeah, it's one too. So I'm still going back to uh, uh, the feud between Edge and Randy. Um, I think Randy's gonna win. So uh, he can face Edge at WrestleMania. Just mm-hmm. put a bow on it. Mm-hmm. I could. I mean, and then because everybody keeps thinking Edge is gonna go after uh, Roman, and then. And then, and then, I see the fiend popping up because it's it's gonna be a lot like with his resurrection coming and he's gonna resurrect. It's like a WrestleMania. Dude, it's gonna be some freaking flames pop out of nowhere at WrestleMania. The fiend's appearance is gonna happen. Boom, lights go out. He appears. Something it, it, happens. It wins the title because of that. And. Uh, the Miz cashes in and wins it at WrestleMania. He's gonna have his WrestleMania moment. Nah, I think they got. You don't think he's gonna cash in then? I he's holding it until WrestleMania. He's holding. He's doing it hard right. Now. He okay. So everything points to him holding it till WrestleMania. Okay, 
I like where you're going with that. The only thing about it is just that if he cashes it in, I don't see him cashing it in on, on Edge. Edge's comeback story, everything that Edge has been going through. It'll be a triple threat. I mean, Edge, be- Edge needs to have his last title run, right? This is how he's going out. This is how he's going to retire. Like, he keeps saying, I'm going out on my terms. You know, last time he he retired, he had to retire because of his injury, which he didn't lose a championship when he retired. Right. You know, he relinquished it. Um, so I just don't see Edge winning and then the Miz cashing in on Edge. I don't. No, no, no. I yeah. never. I never said that he was going to cash in on, on Edge. Edge. I, I, I know, said I know he was what you're cash saying. In, in the match. I know yeah. what you're saying, but yeah. I'm just saying I don't see it being in a match with Edge because what. Okay, and I'm going to taking out edge. But I'm going to your point. Like the whole the whole thing gets warped into the funhouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that means that Randy Orton's isolated. Edge is not there. Nobody's there. He gets mangled. Whatever. Listen, we both know that this ain't going to happen because their creative is not smart enough to think it is. But then, hey, they better listen to this. Listen to this. What is the next biggest thing after WrestleMania? The Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. It's always been one of the biggest and livest shows, but we don't have fans. It doesn't Aren't fans matter. coming back for WrestleMania? Yes. They said they want fans, but they never officially announced they it. They said at least 25,000. We still got two months. We still got two months. Because they, they, they tested. It's at the same place that the Super Bowl held. The Super Bowl held 25,000 people. Yep. Safely. Uh-huh. They... It's gonna be at the same arena, so I'm I'm predicting that it's gonna be fans. But you think they're gonna do the cardboard cutouts to fill in the seats? <laughs> more than likely. And another thing though, Ed never lost, so he could easily be like, "Well, I want my title match on the Raw," and he could win it there. That's I mean, don't that that would be a great thing because we know how the Monday night this, after you know Raw, this is just some some mic drop. I just I see some predictions. You, I mean, don't future. get me wrong. I should have been called the Oracle. The the Monday nights <laughs> after Raw are always lit. It is are always lit. I think that that is their reputation that they go off of. You know what I mean? So I can see there being some crazy stuff that goes down. Me personally, I feel like the cash in. Might come the Monday night after Raw. I could see the Money in the Bank title being cashed in the Monday night after, after Raw. After Edge, but wins. I still don't think that it's going to be on the Raw champion. Mm. I feel like because you never know who's going to show up on the Monday night after Raw, mm-hmm. and whoever Roman faces at WrestleMania. WrestleMania, if Roman's still the champion or whoever that person is the champion, they're going to be on the Monday night after Raw. So let me ask you. Just putting this out there. What if Edge decides to face Roman for the champion for one championship? One of the two cha- one of the three championships that he's never won. What if he decides to face Roman? And we go back a uh, episode where we said that we could see Christian helping out, you know, yeah. going against the head of the family. Now that projects into Randy Orton, the fiend, and the Miz. I would, Drew McIntyre. I would love to see Roman and Edge. My issue is just that the Universal Championship to me doesn't hold water, doesn't hold weight. But they need to make it. They need it. They need. So that you weight. think? I think Edge would bring the legitimacy that the Universal Championship needs. Yeah. But is that the title that he really wants to go out on his career with? 
It, it wouldn't hurt his career. He's, it's not like that Edge is in one of these standings where he's record-breaking for titles. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's held the world title. I think he's held the WWE title yeah, like three held, times. Is Edge, is Edge a Grand Slam champion? He didn't win the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Mm-mm. He's won Intercontinental. Yeah, he's won Intercontinental. Bro, y'all sure? I got yeah, that up. He might have been European. Oh, I think he was European. Yeah, That's he what he was. I think he was I European. Think he was European. Yes. Okay. Right. So, like I was saying, like, uh, damn, what was I saying? <laughs> you brought me up. <laughs> um, Legitimacy to the Universal. Yeah. Or. They need it. Or but Edge yeah. could win the Universal Championship and bring back the World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, there's possibilities. But like yeah, I said. like I was saying, because you got to pay attention to that Easter egg, and yeah. that Easter egg was the way that they downplayed Universal the title. Universal title on Monday Night Raw. I would Raw. love to see that Royal title because he Edge with that title was like a big thing. I just don't understand why they nerfed I, the World Heavyweight. They never explained. They never gave a reason you as know, to why they did away with the World Heavyweight. You know what I think, but I could be very, very false. There was a lot of replicas made of that title, and it was used on a lot of independent brands of the design of the world title. The design of the world title, it, it wasn't really solidified for WWE. It was like, you can make that and put any kind of logo on it. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand that, but at the same time, they, it was replaced, a they replaced it with the same looking belt as the WWE Championship, Correct. and they just changed the color. Well, well they first they unified it. And then made one belt. Yeah. And then they made the and second belt. And then they belt. made the, the but, second belt. Like I was saying, I got my thoughts back. Edge is not in like a running like Randy Orton and John Cena is to break the record of most title reigns. I mean, Randy Orton still needs what two more title wins to to two, two, two more. Two, yeah, two more. So that that's like so it wouldn't make or break Edge if we know he's not going for the NXT title. That was just to get some some you know ratings for him going to that show. But there's a big, 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 strong possibility that he could be facing Roman for the Universal title. And I think that will definitely be able to keep certain storylines in place to make it a big, big show at WrestleMania. Because they need that. They need to make it big. To me, him going against Roman Reigns is more logical. It is. Because I just don't see him going against... Drew McIntyre. Right. I don't see him going against Sheamus if Sheamus was the winner. Yeah, I don't see him going against Sheamus I don't see Edge going against anybody winning the Royal Rumble. I mean, winning the Elimination Chamber but Randy Orton. No, you're right about that. I I, I just that to me, I don't know. It's just, I, you know, I don't like the Universal Championship. I think that the you know, the World Heavyweight Championship needs to, but needs to come back. If he back. wins, I would love to see him come on like the first SmackDown and trash that shit and trashy and bring back the world title. Yeah, I would love. Okay, to you see can put that. the world title in whatever color. You can make it blue. You can make it red. What if you bring back the Rated R Championship? Yeah, I mean that's fine, but the Rated R Championship just was a just new, a, a new design. Yeah, uh, that was, was just a WWE Championship. Yeah, just, John you know Cena's. John Cena did yeah. his. So, which I who would have ever thought that John Cena making his championship belt would become the the staple belt for what like the next. Eight nine years before, right. or it was longer than that. Yeah. Before The Rock changed it, so mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, right. so so I got. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna just go ahead and say Drew McIntyre honestly because it's too winning. It's too much. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, it's just too much that can happen. I say Randy Orton. Randy he said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Drew. I mean, yeah. I just yeah. don't see. Unless they throw us a curveball. A curveball. But there's nobody that has the hype right now. So, I'm going to just have to go with Drew. All right. Um, let's go ahead to one of the uh, matches. Hopefully, this isn't on the pre-show, but it probably will be. Um, Bobby Lashley versus Keith Lee versus Riddle for the U.S. Pre-show. I mean, I think it's going to be pre-show. And who y'all got? Uh, I want to say Keith Lee, but I think I'm Bobby Lashley. Lashley. I'm going to say Keith Lee. No, I'm, hold on. I want to say Keith Lee, but they keep pushing this rivalry with Riddle. So, I, I could I could see them... You know, we we always we said a couple of times back. I don't want to get too long because we're running out of time. But we said a couple of times back that we saw Keith Lee join in the Hurt Business. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I can't see Keith Lee facing Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. When you talk about pound for pound and you talk about the wrestling match and stuff like that, even though Matt Riddle is in the match, Keith Lee is the only one that I can see having the power to take out Drew McIntyre. Right. Now, it's not to say that Riddle can't capitalize off of, you know what I mean, Any, him taking yeah. out, you know, one of them being taken out or something like you that. Bobby Lashley? No, I think that, I said Drew McIntyre did. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm all off. But, uh, me personally, as the Keith Lee fan, I want Keith Lee to finally get that championship. I'm just going with my heart. I'm going to say Keith Lee. I'm going to go with Keith Lee. I say Bobby Lashley. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be Bobby Lashley. Yeah. I, I want to have this on record for whenever you know, <laughs> Jay, you pick Keith Lee. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, finally, we're going to end it with SmackDown. Uh, some And mind you, we're recording this before SmackDown, so there could be some more matches added to the card, but this is what we got right now. Last, we're going to end with SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Baron Corbin versus Kevin Owens versus Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan versus uh, Sami Zayn versus Jay Uso. And the winner of that Elimination Chamber match will face Roman for the Universal Championship. So The same I, night? or The same a, night. A, the same night? Oh. So, I do want to point out from last SmackDown that the confrontation between Roman Reigns and Adam Pearce said, he said, and I state, quote unquote, I don't give a damn about Jay. I don't give a damn about Kevin Love. I mean... <laughs> I said Kevin Love. <laughs> Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Don't take my idea. Don't take my idea. Because I already know where you're going. If, yeah. if you him, say what I'm going to say, I'm going to be back. Him saying that. Saying, I'm worried about you. I'm not worried about those two. Even saying his family. Go ahead and say it, Jay. No, go ahead. You, you and your thoughts. So go ahead Jay Uso going to win. I hate you. Jay Uso is going to win. <sighs> and now it this brings up to this right whole here. thing whether he's going to bow down or not. We I, haven't I seen it. a bow down in a very long time. Yes. And then do we see his brother? We haven't seen a get over match like this. If we see his brother, it will be on a regular show and it's going to be like a confrontation. I don't see the same thing happening where his brother comes out. I still be like him like, yo. I would want that to happen. But his brother comes out again. I would want, so I we all know it's going to come down to KO, KO and, and Uso. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be them too. And I kind of feel like Jimmy. Jimmy's going to win. Or Jay. Or Jay. Sorry, mm-hmm. Jay's going to win, okay? Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> I kind of feel like Jay also is going to win, all right? Once he wins, he's going to be backstage. 
He's going to be, you know, trying to get himself ready for the match. And then I see Roman walking up with Paul Heyman. You know what you're going to do. Yeah, giving him the whole, I'm the head of the family. You, you, know, you know what you do. Exactly. Spill right speech. We're going, you're going to lay down. We're going to get the three count over. And then we're going to go get some dinner or whatever, you know. Without me at the head of the table. And then I see the match Nobody starting, right? You can see that Jay's going to be conflicted. He, parts of him is going to want to wrestle, but then the other part of him doesn't want to go against the family. I can see him getting ready to lay down. Come on, Oos. I hate you, man. Let me, let me get my, Come on, Oos. my thought out. <laughs> and then next thing you know, his brother come running down. Nah, Oos. <laughs> we ain't going out like that, Oos. It's <laughs> for crazy. That, nah, Oos. That's the storyline that I want to see. The table. Or, or that could still happen, but his brother does come down, but he convinces his brother to lay down. I can see because that because if we're still going with this whole, they still trying to build this faction with both the Usos. That's the only way they have to fall in line. Yeah, they, that's the only way it can happen. His brother is gonna because remember his brother last time was trying to he threw in the towel for him and he was saying you the tribal chief and he's like I, I want him to say it blah blah blah. So I can see his brother coming down and being like, you know what, man. Right, he this feeds is, our is, family. This is for the family. But see, the you only do this. I get that, but the only thing about it is that the last couple of times that we've seen his brother, his brother intervened. His brother and, intervened for him when he fought Roman the mm-hmm. couple of times and got into the ring they and was twin magic and was you know what are you doing? This is family, yada yada yada. But you remember he had his hoodie on, and then when he revealed himself, Roman was like, "Oh, you're not Jay, you're Jimmy." Oh yeah, yeah. So they did that. the twin magic shit, like. Could that happen again? We don't know. But one has braids, one has short hair. You know. I don't, I don't see. Away. I don't see it being. A, I don't see nah. it being. A, I but I do see. Come on, Oos. <laughs> I think it will be an actual match, but I don't think it's gonna get to the point to where it looks like Jay's about to win. I think that. Or I could just see Roman Reigns just dogging the both of them just for the heck of it. Possibly. And just dragging the both of them and you teaching them a lesson. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. You, you, but either way, yeah. we see Roman winning that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Roman's going into WrestleMania as a champion. You the head of the table, I don't know if he's going to come out of WrestleMania as a champion, but Roman's going to WrestleMania as a champion. Come on, Oos. Yeah, because it looks like Cesaro's about to get into a feud with Seth Rollins, so he's not going to win. No. Uh, Kevin Owens, we've seen that too much. Yeah. Baron Corbin, please. Daniel. Respect to Baron Corbin, but Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. D- Sami Zayn. No, Daniel Bryan could have a good run. Yeah. I see Sami Zayn has a chance. I see Daniel Bryan being the last of the three. Yeah, I do. I see him being the last mm-hmm. of the three. I definitely do. Oh, so you don't? So you see it coming down to Uso? They're gonna Daniel jump. And everybody's and gonna, Bryan. Everybody's yeah. gonna jump. Jay, Jay Uso. Jay Uso yeah. first. Yeah. They're gonna um, well, eliminate Baron Corbin first. Yeah. Then it'll probably be Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn probably get eliminated no, first. No, WWE, they'll have Jay Uso come out last. He ain't gonna come out last. <laughs> Either way, if, if he starts the match or come out last, I still see Sami Zayn get eliminated first. I see, so if, if we're gonna put it in order, I see Sami Zayn, I see Baron Corbin, right? And then I see uh, Cesaro. And then after that, we're gonna get Daniel Bryan, KO, and then Uso is gonna be yeah. last. That's my order. So, with that being said, you guys have heard our predictions. If you have any thoughts or predictions of your own, hey, leave it on my page, man. You know where to go. 
OTR underscore wrestling podcast. That's our IG, man. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate y'all listening this evening. Once again, this is your boy JD, aka Mike Drop. Just boom, drop it on you. Come on, Oos! I'm no longer announcing myself as Jay. From here on out, it's just gonna be Mr. Rand. Mr. Rand, okay. Well, this is Mr. Rain. I'm still Trey, a.k.a. Trey <laughs> I'm no longer putting a J in there. <laughs> Come on, Oos. From here on out, brother. Come on, Oos. <laughs> You're going to call me Mr. Rain. Come on, Oos. <laughs> and with that being said, we are out. Oh, yeah. Over the Roast Wrestling Podcast, we out, baby.